Y'all know what it is. Y'all ready? Unscripted, unshackled, uncouth. What you're about to hear is for mature ears only. It's Miguel and Holly, uncensored, from Hot 101.5. Well, hello there. Hello. It is Miguel and Holly Uncensored. My name is Miguel Fuller. We got Holly O'Connor. Hi. We got producer Ryan McGibbony. Yo. And then we have Scotty the Body, our hey, associate hey. producer, a.k.a. Scott Tavlin. Yeah. That's the actual name. Yeah. Tavlin. Scott. Yeah. yeah. You notice that no one even calls Scott Scott anymore except for me. Yeah. I. I Everyone now is like, well, Scotty. I, and they, they're heading towards the body. Yep. And I'm just like, no, Scott. No. That is his given name. <laughs> Scotty the Body. My mom would appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, so I... I we're going to have to change your name. Like, literally, you're going to have to change all of your social media and your your branding. That's what I heard. I'm not, I don't even know if that name's available it's on not, social media. I'm sure that someone in, like, 1992 claimed Scotty DeBody sure. on what will oh, now be yeah. Twitter. Well, you know Facebook. what? But but Holly, I mean, you know, someone already had Holly O'Connor and all your stuff is Radio Holly. Yeah. So I just feel like it's a little confusing when we have to tag you and stuff and you say Scotty the Body, and then... And then just also Scott, Scott Tablin. So yeah. I feel By like we we, we got to figure out, you know, what your branding is. Sort of like Ryan's, like. Um, Scotty the Body on Twitter is taken and he has 481 followers. Come on, bro. We need okay. to With a contact handle like him. that. Um, let's see. Is it available on uh, Instagram? Instagram is the main one. I mean, I'm decent at Twitter, but Instagram is the one that kind of takes all reins. Let's see. Scott Mooney, who is a bodybuilder, has the uh, name Scotty the Body on there. Yeah. Um, you know what is available on Twitter is, oh, never. Uh, the Body Scotty, maybe. <laughs> no, no. Other way just, around. That's just weird. I don't like that. Scotty the Body kind what of about flows. about a nice underscore? <gasps> Wait a minute. Y'all, everybody who has the name, the guy who has Scotty the Body. I found it. <laughs> It's this older gentleman who <laughs> looks like he maybe uh, was like a, a, a gym coach yeah. back when oh, we were so all younger in like the late 80s, early 90s. Yes. And he looks just a little hurried. He, this is his uh, Instagram profile, the the bio. Oh, I see him. Half-ass gets the job done too. <laughs> Beverage, Beverage, coffee, and then he's got like a cityscape Oh, that's emoji. the same guy on Twitter. He had, the, he had half-ass.com yeah, in same his guy. Uh, bio. So how do we? Can we contact him? And be like, hey. No, Miguel. He's got he's got four hundred and thirteen followers. I okay. don't think they'll appreciate him changing Scotty the body. I mean, I just think it would be really nice. I'm if going his, to halfass.com. I mean, <laughs> halfass.com. Hold on, halfass.com. Be careful. Links back to his Tumblr. Oh. oh. Who and uses Tumblr still? Miguel. Uh, nope. For to porn. Look at porn. Oh, that's about. It. That's Wait. it. I, I, I'm curious, do you, Holly, what do you use for your adult material? Do you use, what websites do you go? <laughs> Why'd your eyes just go crazy? <laughs> you just I, look like, oh! I don't 
know. I just thought I I thought we were still talking about like this Scotty the Body's Instagram. <laughs> oh, I use his Instagram it. for adult material. Oh, oh hi, Holly. It's a podcast, so we can roam around. I don't have I to. Know, be I super forgot. Focused. I well, we're in the studio, so I get like you know yeah, confused. We're not in the Dove. No. Um. So what do I use? What um, like what what's your what's your go to website? Uh. Pornhub.com <laughs> or um, what is the one with the pink? Youporn.com. With the pink. With the pink. Oh, with the pink. That sounds like, wrong. No, I feel like it's a little more girl friendly. Oh, huh. <laughs> oh, God. oh good. Pink writing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, cool. Well, this is better than, That's okay, porn. so um, back in the day, like in the when I was in Ohio still, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to watch some porn because we had had like, a, a tape, like a video cassette tape that <laughs> oh the girls that I used to live with, that's the first porn we ever saw because we went to like the lion's den to get it. Oh my oh. gosh. So then we got this video cassette tape. And so after that, that's when I learned about everything, you know, mm. things. But anyway, so I was like, okay, graduated from college, started working. I'm at home by myself in my apartment one night and I'm like, I'd like to watch some some pornography. <laughs> How do I do this? So I got on my computer and I Googled- Free porn. Free porn. <laughs> Let me tell you what didn't pop up. Any porn that was free. No, you got to pay for everything. And I'm pretty sure I gave my computer a virus that yeah, I then you had have to, to download the the free porn player, yeah. which has malware. Yeah, <laughs> it was bad. Installed. So then oh I finally God. like just got over my shame and embarrassment and asked my best friend. I'm like, how do you how do you get the porn? And how she's do you like, look? dude, youporn.com. And I was like. Does everyone know this? And she's like, yes. Oh, wow. So apparently everyone knew it. So that's the one I started with. And then I found Pornhub when I was pregnant. Oh, when you were pregnant. That's the only other time in memory that I've been that, like, hard up for it. I need it. And I had to use both because you only got five free on one and five (laughs) free on the other. I don't think they have those limits anymore. I don't know. I haven't been on any porn site in a long time, but and this is my final. Yeah, yeah. This is my final thing on porn, and I don't even know why I'm going into this. Much oh my detail. god, so this many is details! Amazing. It's awesome. I love it. So there is an app that you can download. I have a Roku TV, mm-hmm. and so in in the bedroom and in the living room. And so in our bedroom, we have this app where you can put it on your phone, and then you get the app on the Roku TV, and you can watch porn on your phone, and it. Puts it on your TV. <laughs> oh, so, do you watch porn on your big TV? We oh. have been known to. Wow! That, oh my god! I don't know why. Like even when I know that like both of my roommates are out of town, and like there have been times where, or actually, so I have an Apple TV in my living room. You could do it with an Apple TV. Well, I know because one of my friends, um, he's like a computer person, and he put this folder on my Apple TV that says something like documentaries or something but then when you click on it it's like nothing because his his partner worked at a, a porn shop here in tampa bay oh and uh they went out of business and so they just ripped a bunch of porn dvds into their um server and so it hooks up to their porn server oh but i can't bring myself to watch porn on my big tv in the living room like even if i know no one is there i just feel like either sindel in the townhouse to the right or <laughs> john to the in. left they're gonna hear me and be like what's going on over there okay. around system. Well, that's why you don't do it in the living room. I've never done it in my living room. Oh, Only that... in the bedroom. So like Justin, because here's the thing. Let's say you're trying to watch watch it with your partner like Justin and I mm-hmm. were trying to do. You can't, one person can't be holding a phone while the other person is <laughs> trying to do stuff and then you're like, wait a minute, I dropped the, f- wait, you I dropped the, the phone. phone. Wait, <laughs> wait, did it pause? 
pause. Hey, pause. So, like, that's how we figured out the TV situation. Mm. So we put it on the TV, kind of gets things going, mm-hmm. and then we just do our thing. Now, do you, do y'all, how often do y'all do that with the with the porn playing in the background? Not that often. No? It's like we trot that out for special occasions. <laughs> Birthdays and holidays. <laughs> exactly. Like, we've probably only done it, like, three times. Scott, do you do that? Birthday. No. No, I do not. Not, I'm, I was about to say not yet, but I guess, yeah, hey, not yet. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, I don't like to say things are, like, impossible, but anything could happen. So. My birthday we'll is see. coming up. Yeah, uh, Ryan, tell Taryn. You better get her on it. Tell Taryn she need to get this app. I'll tell you what the app is. Now, Ryan, have you and Taryn ever done it while watching adult material? Um, No. No? I don't think so. What do you, what do you, do you think she would be opposed to it? No. <laughs> oh. Like well, I just Ryan, his head up. Get, just, no. Why have you been missing out? <laughs> get on it. I don't know. Get uh, on this thing. I don't have the fancy ass Roku. Yeah. <laughs> your phone and your TV surround system. You know. Work with a fire stick by Alexa or uh, Amazon. Alexa, Alexa, turn on Pornhub. <laughs> yeah. Turn on Pornhub, People Alexa. At home I don't just popped so. up on the TV now. She's like, listen, you nasty Playing from beep. your favorites playlist. <laughs> Yikes. Now, I mean, because how do you bring that up? Because I, I, oh my gosh, I'm just now remembering that the one time, because uh, my boyfriend and I haven't done that, but when we were driving to Buffalo and we were like delirious, I mean, because it was, no, it was either on the way there or on the way back, but we, we drove straight through and we were super tired and I was trying to be the champion in the front seat and like keep him awake. And so I was like playing music and doing this and I was like, since my phone's connected to your truck, I'm going to play some porn. Oh, yeah. And so then, like, it was, like, all the noises and stuff, and he was like, what are you doing? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> he wasn't watching it, just you? Well, he was driving, so he I couldn't. I hope he's not watching it. No, he couldn't watch it. And you got to glance over now and then. I know, well, he did. He was like, oh, that's some crazy stuff you're into. Oh, my. And so then we, I was like, well, what sort of Tumblr accounts? Because he uses Tumblr, too. And so then we were, like, comparing what sort of adult material porn that we look at and it's a little bit different for both of us. Oh. I didn't even know Tumblr was a thing for that. Yeah, you I, didn't? I don't no. even understand how Tumblr works. Do you want me to show you? No, what do you I don't search? Need it. And you know what? Never mind. I do you want to see? It. I'm just going to keep using Pornhub. <laughs> I know what couple of my favorites, so I know the words to type in. I'm good. Um uh Scott, have you ever seen gay porn before? Actually, funny story. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> this is what okay. Wait. Okay. <laughs> hold up, hold up. Go. All right. Ramblin. Ramblin. I never I didn't say this earlier. Or like you have gone right. off the chain. Can you just reel it back in for a second? <laughs> yeah, because you're gonna hear the story, you're like, oh, okay. Really? So it was actually probably a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Wild event. No, it was about like six in the morning and I'm I know. Here we go. <laughs> and I'm sitting over where Ryan is sitting, and I'm going through our Twitter, and I'm posting stuff, and all of a sudden, like, ten in a row, like, a bunch of people, like, I guess, retweeted videos from gay porn, and so all of a sudden, the feed was just filled up with just a bunch of different clips, and I just, I was just, I was shocked, because you guys are going <laughs> Wait, live Twitter? right now. Yes. And I'm about to, like, Wait post Wait a minute. Something. Wait a minute. Were you using Miguel's Twitter <laughs> login? <laughs> no, this is the hot one. Oh, because if you use my tweet deck, you're going to see all sorts of stuff. I was going to say. Stuff. No, this was the regular Hot 115, and I was going Wait, through the feed. So you were logged into Twitter? Yes. Into, like, the regular Twitter.com? Into our regular Twitter.com. For Hot 1015? Hot 1015. And I guess people that we follow were retweeting or liking something, oh. and all of a sudden, boom, 
I just I've never seen it before until then. And you all were live, and I'm just like. I was shocked. Who's following these accounts you know on the it, Hot 101? Wait, no. Be, who was it? Somebody oh, that yeah, used to work back in the day. Was following a bunch of porn accounts pro, on Instagram. Yeah, a bunch of uh, a promo person yes. was just like over it and they were about to leave and they were like, uh, I'm going to go follow a bunch of uh, gay porn things on uh, well, I all haven't the seen it handles. since, so that's good. But and I yeah, literally just the- a bunch of them. And I was like, I've never seen that before. So I, I honestly, I told my they girlfriend, I was like, I learned so much today. She's like, why? I'm like, yeah, I finally, I saw something I've never seen. I'll have you know that our uh, digital person noticed when somebody started following a bunch of Instagram porn sites and they changed our password because they thought we'd been hacked. Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah. This is why in radio, whenever they fire a morning show or an on-air personality, they, like, after your show, they'll be like, hey, can you come to the conference room? Yeah. They don't say, okay, this is your two-week notice, or no, even no. if you quit, you have to, you're, you're they, done. They just have that button ready, yeah. and then when they say, hey, can you come to the conference room, they hit that button, and all the passwords change, and you're locked out of the building. <laughs> They're like, nope, yeah. not giving them the chance. No, yes. exactly. Oh and if you're not a smart radio employer, you forget to do that, and then <laughs> That's you're when in stuff trouble. Goes wrong. That happened with our old radio station in Panama City. They didn't uh, change the password. And then all of a sudden, the Twitter was like saying the Island 106 Twitter in Panama City was saying all sorts of weird stuff. And we were like, who did that? But somebody who got let go, which a lot of people have been let go from that radio station since we left, um, were tweeting out some crazy stuff. I was still uh, an administrative. Like, I could still use the Island 106 Twitter for a long time. Oh, really? Yeah. I might still be able to. I, they probably have changed it now, but it was like a year later. I'm like, why have they, Why do I still have access? Wow. You yeah. got to be on that. Now, Ryan, have you ever seen gay porn before? Two, two men? Mm, now, no. you would know if you've seen it. No. It, <laughs> it is probably, it, honestly. Oh, or it sh- two yeah. or more things in, the, but not to each other. <laughs> oh, you mean, oh, two, yeah, oh, like two oh. men with the, with the woman? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's not gay porn. That's no, just no, bisexual. No, 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 not, just, but, yeah. That's just three-way play. No, just yeah. go ahead and go oh. on our, our Twitter and, okay, um, I'll scroll. Holly, have you ever seen gay porn between two men? I don't think so. No. I don't think so. Huh. No, I think, no, I've seen like some gay like love stories that you used to watch. <laughs> That's it. I don't think I- Why you got to throw me under the bus? Oh, love story. What is this? <laughs> Welcome to- Listen, Miguel was in a slump one time, so I sat and watched a, a gay romantic comedy Oh with my him. God, I forgot about that. That was when we were lived here last time. Yep, I actually had just gotten my tattoo that day. I think that's why I remembered it. Oh my and God. you were, and we weren't doing anything. And my husband at the time was like probably playing softball. So we were like, okay, let's let's do this. I'm like, I'll I'll get on this with you and watch some some of that. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it wasn't a porn. It was just like a romantic comedy. But yeah. it was like uh, a lot of times the gay movies will be super cheesy, and that one was super cheesy. But when you're gay and, like, you want to see a love story with, like, two men, because think about it. Like, I was a big fan of romantic comedies all the time, especially the Katherine Heigl ones back in the day. But it was always, obviously, a guy and a girl. Yeah. And so sometimes you want to see that story told from your point of view. And so I, and so you're, you have to suffer through these awfully made uh, They're, like, gay, worse than Hallmark movies. They really are. They're so corny. Like and Lifetime status. Yes, oh, yes. And even, like, worse than that like sometimes it's like shot and this was what this was seven years ago so it was probably shot on someone's iphone back in the day um and so holly sat there and watched it with me and i remember apologizing afterwards and i was like i'm sorry i just had a bunch of red wine it was a good night yeah it was good fine now because here's why i i I asked each of you that question (laughs) 
is because when I was in college and back in the day, um, like when I was at home before college, you only had dial-up. And so I remember I never had seen a full-on gay uh, porn video, Mm -hmm. only pictures. And so then when you got to college, they had high-speed internet, and you were like LimeWire. And I remember I like broke my computer at first (laughs) because like I didn't have a roommate, and I was like... Porn, 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 porn. And I remember I would like download like 10 videos and then I'd go to bed and I'd wake up the next morning and they'd be done. I'd be like, it's time. I'm never going to leave my dorm room. And it was so fun. But I remember one of my girlfriends. Oh, girl, it was such a fun time. It was fun. And so then I remember one of my girlfriends, um, she was like, you know, I've never seen what it looks like. Oh, no, no. We were talking about sex and she was like, um, can men do it missionary style and i said well yeah we we can do it any way you can do it and she was like i thought y'all could only do it doggy i said no no gay men can do it any way you can our bodies can manipulate you know sometimes you got to use a pillow or something and she goes i'm really curious what that looks like and i said are you sure you want to see this and she goes yeah so I took her to my dorm room and I oh, said, this is going to be a whole setup going. <laughs> I lit a candle or two. Oh, yeah. No, I'm kidding. Um, and so I put <laughs> the porn on and I remember she was just like, wow. Scott's <laughs> head just like it's around it, question marks appeared when you said, uh, use a pillow or something. Like, oh, like, wow. Oh, that's right. Do you, do you know, do you, do you know why two men would have to use a pillow? Uh, I'm going to just... <laughs> He's really nervous. He's really nervous, Miguel. Miguel, he's in college still. This is the time he needs to learn, Holly. What is it? It is. This is the time. Is it to uh, prop the one underneath the little up? Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, listen. Straights benefit from that, too. Don't think we don't. Some, oh. especially if you kind of like, you know, you've been doing it for a little minute, then you're like, well, you know what? Let me pull a pillow me out. Pull oh, a pillow. <laughs> whole different experience. Take some notes. Yeah. Exactly. What'd you say? What'd <laughs> you say, Ryan? <laughs> What'd, you, What'd you say? <laughs> the knees? The knees to chest? Is that yeah, what you're knees to chest. Yeah. Oh. Knees to chest. Well, you gotta like okay. fold up and be bendy a little bit. Right. Oh, 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 got it, got it. <laughs> all wow. Right. All right. Yeah, so it's interesting. So maybe we should have an experience where we all sit down and y'all have to watch gay porn. Well, how did we mm-hmm. get there? Yeah. Um, oh, how about okay. I'll pull it up now on my Tumblr? Oh, Do y'all want to no. see? Oh, I don't. I wasn't prepared. For Are this. you sure? Do you, oh. anybody? I can just press this button right here, and I'm you'll keep see. looking at Scotty the Body's Instagram. You'll That's, see a lot of stuff right here. I'm okay. I'm kidding. Uh, I don't need to see. It's 10:30 on a Friday, and I'm not prepared for random days. Yeah, like, I'm I saw always, it like 6 a.m. on a Monday. I was like, ah! I'm always ready. I know you are. I'm always I'm not prepared ready. for that. I'm always ready. No, thanks. Uh, so, yeah. So, anyway, so how do you bring that up, Holly, with oh. when it comes to watching adult material while you're doing it? And, like, does it enhance the the, the session? Um, Yeah, definitely does. I don't really even know how we brought it up. So, uh, I'm really trying to think. I, I think what it was was somehow we stumbled upon the topic of porn mm-hmm. or, or we, somehow we got there and we talked about, um, you know, had we watched it before and of course then, you know, he's curious about what I like to watch and yeah. I told him. And like, yeah, which is what, what? you like? Yeah. What sort of porn you like, girl? Oh, um, <laughs> I am partial to lesbian porn okay. because it's made for women. Like, yeah. I will stand by this until I die. If you watch... 
straight porn, like with a guy and a girl, it's pound, typically pound, pound. it is pound town. <laughs> Yes, it is. It's oh, always for the guy, which I understand that. Like, guys want to see, like, another dude giving it to some girl. Mm-hmm. Well, from my perspective, kind of like you, Miguel, talking about your perspective, I don't want to see another girl being slammed into. I'm just like. <laughs> wow. I'm like, that does nothing Hell for yeah. me. That, no. No, thank you. And then it's always like, where the <laughs> shot is going to be. Oh. I'm like, like, that's I. Like, I have that in my real life, but I'm trying to, like, fantasize about what someone is doing to me. Mm -hmm. So when you watch Girl on Girl, we should beep out that. That was a bad thing to say. Um, (laughs) I'll mark it. Yes, please do. (laughs) 20 minutes in. Um, So, but when you're watching Girl on Girl, it's like they're they're just more into each other. I don't, I can't explain it, but that's the way I think of it as. And so, obviously, he's like, well, do you want to watch that while we do it? And I was like, I'm down. Yeah. So we tried it out. <laughs> and and so, because I, I've never done that before. So I'm curious, do you, uh, like, match up the pace of the video? So, like, if they're doing the foreplay, you're doing foreplay, and when they move to, like, the big yes. shebang, you move on to that too? Yes and no. Like, when you start, it's all foreplay because the, the movie always starts with foreplay anyway. Right. Or the film or the video or whatever. I'm, like... Honestly, like super curious about this. I'm like leaned in. I'm I like, know. I saw How your do you face. do this? You I'm put like, your Oprah face on. I did. I'm like, I'm really curious. How does this work? Well, anytime that it's worked for us is like when the video starts, it's always the build up. So it's for us, it's like the build up. And, but this is a lot. I feel like. Well, you don't have to get into specifics of like exactly what you did, but just <laughs> sort of like general broad strokes of like, how does it work? Okay. So. When they're <laughs> starting things, we're starting things. Mm-hmm. And it's exciting because you're watching something that's obviously meant to turn you on. And then, so I'm getting turned on anyway for two different reasons. Because I'm watching this and then he's doing things to me and we're all, it's all exciting. But then what what happens usually is you sort of break away from the, the movie mm-hmm. or the video. Mm-hmm. And then you're just consumed with what the two of you are doing. And so does like... The, the sound of it, like, affect you? Like, does it I distract mean, you at all? Not really. I'm it's, just really, I'm really curious about this. It's there in the background. At, <laughs> I think one time, like, we had started, like, our whole thing, mm-hmm. and their noises were really a little bit insane. And I'm mm. like, can we turn that down? Because mm. sometimes you're like, and I'm done with it. But sometimes it just is on in the background, and it's just fine. Now, are you watching the two girls? Yeah. yeah. When, you're, when y'all? He, he likes it when I am able to, like, he, he thinks it's, hot that I think that's hot. Ah, uh, gotcha. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So I think it's like a turn on for everybody in a for a different way. Interesting. That's really fascinating to me how that works because I feel like knowing how awkward I am and how awkward my boyfriend can be sometimes, I don't know how that would work because I feel like if the adult material was on, I would start to be like they're they're like they're performing better. I I can't do this. Like, performing I just, better. I don't know. You know how I I've had. I will tell you this relationship has been the first time where I've like fully felt sexually free. Yeah. Because a lot of times in my relationships, I would be super self conscious, and I'd be like, you gotta turn the lights off, or I need to be drinking when we do it. And this is the first time where it's like I you know we can be totally sober. In the middle of the day, and if hmm. we need to do it, we can do it. And so that's why I wonder if having those two chiseled people on the TV would make me feel weird 
in the moment while doing it. Maybe you have to search for like real life porn. That's Tumblr. Okay, like oh. like something that they're not like chiseled actors. Mm. Because I don't feel self conscious, but it's two women, so I don't actually know how he would feel about watching porn with a guy. We've never done straight porn, hmm. so maybe that would be a common concern for either dudes, right? Or like if I had body image issues for me, so. That could be. Hmm. That's interesting. I'm really fascinated by that. Now, Scott, do you and your girlfriend ever talk about what type of adult material you watch? Uh, we've talked about the subject, but it's always just kind of been a, I mean, more so just not even there yet. What do you mean? Like, I don't think she's into it really yet. I mean. I mean, keep in How old is she? She's 21. Okay. I didn't even go through my sexual awakening until I was 22. Yeah, so I'm kind of, uh, that's what I was kind of picking really up on. They're really young still. Like, gotcha. they, they're not into this whole, we're sorted and gross and <laughs> we done been through it. Girl, you let your freak flag down when you get a little older, yeah. huh? Well, they're yeah. too young. Like, that's not stuff I think that 21-year-olds are necessarily jumping into unless they're, like, you know, very, they've been doing it for a long-ass time. Scott wants to be the uh, the prince that kisses sleeping the sexual sleeping beauty uh, <laughs> wakes her up. I want to. I want mm. to make you arise. Good morning, there, sweetie. Now, now this is, and, and if I'm getting too awkward or you know too personal, let me know. Um, Miguel, you yes. always get too personal. That's true. There's I no. Know. Why I would can. you? Even? I just roll with I it at this point. I just. So when you are, because I'm trying to take myself back to like when I was 21 mm-hmm. and having adult time. Like, is it very sort of? Um, clinical like it's not like ooh, let's do this weird thing and we don't have to get into specifics but like is it very much like foreplay do it that's it it de- literally depends on what's going on in that day like i, I honestly like, that's how weirdly enough like i know i'm so close with my girlfriend because it could just be like we're like rabbits when it comes mm. down to it like just always just into each other in that way where it's not like it's just an action to do it's something that like really brings us together but we haven't had a problem, even though we've been dating for two years, of keeping it spontaneous and stuff like that. Can you have super emotional, passionate sex when you're 21? Yeah. I would say so, yeah. Yeah. I Can mean, you? If you're in love with someone, yeah. Because, I mean, the whole concept of love did not happen to me until my early 30s. Well, that's why you are you feel so open in this relationship. Mm. That's why it's different. Interesting. Because I always felt when I was younger that sex was very sort of detached. Like it was just a means to an end. Like it wasn't. I do think a lot of younger people are that way. I Mm. mean, especially since like there's sort of a hookup culture now. Mm -hmm. You you almost have to have like a, a separation mentality because how could you do that all the time? Um, and that's why I think um, if like if you're in a Scott situation where he loves his girlfriend, they're clearly they have feelings for each other. There's like passion there, you know. Mm-hmm. But for a lot of people who aren't in love or just think they're in love or think they know what this is like, then it's sort of a detached thing. Mm. So when do people f- I guess is it when you fall in love that you finally feel that passion and yeah. it's like. Oh wow! So this is what it's supposed to feel like. This and is what it's, it's like, supposed to be like. And you think that the two of you <clears throat> have are having the best sex in the whole world? Like mm. you think you think there's no way anybody else could have just felt what you all went through? You're like, holy shit! Did you what right. you? Yes. Yeah. I feel bad for other people that aren't having sex this good. <laughs> exactly what I say. <laughs> 
And so it just, it's when you have strong, and that's when, that's when you should be having sex, by the way. I'm old and stodgy, but like <laughs> sex, is, especially for women, sex is not that good when you don't love a person. Mm. For women, especially. I, I mean, I would say for, for me as well. I mean, there have been times in the past where, you know, uh, you like sort of like the buildup is fun. And then like once you get to the act and like you look that person in the eye and you're like, I just don't really feel any sort of emotion. Like I could have just used my hand and been completely fine with this. Yeah, it it's not the same. It's if you are in love with someone, that's like what sex was made for. Like right. that's when it's astronomically good. Right. When you're on that same wavelength, and it's not just a physical act of like, hey, mm-hmm. here's a, a, a penis, or here mm-hmm. and here's a whatever, depending on orientation. Right. Um, it, it's like the it um, is isn't just physical. There are emotional levels. Um, mental levels, spiritual levels, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, I told my boyfriend Justin this. I don't know when this was. This was maybe back around, like, in February at some point. Um, it w- I, We had this whole conversation because we had, like, something happen, and we had sex, and then I was like, I, I feel like this bed, our bed, is sort of like this spiritual place for us because oh. it's like we go to some other level. Interesting. And is that every time you do it or is that no. just like no. those moments where you're just really connecting? Yeah, it's when you're really <clears throat> connecting. Obviously, any couple, even if you love each other, are going to have like, you know, sex that was like, well, that was okay. I'm right. glad we did it, but right. it was okay. And then other nights where you're like, I don't know where that came from, wow. but damn. Other I, nights where you take the edibles. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> hey, edibles are add, add to some things. And you're sometimes. like, I'm floating as we're doing <laughs> yeah. it. This is fabulous. That's a, that's a fun everything. ass time. You know, I remember uh, it was a few months ago. I think it was maybe in the spring um, when we were doing it. And I remember uh, him looking at me. And I remember I like stopped and almost started crying. Because I was like, I have no one has ever looked at me like that. Like I felt love for the first time while we were doing it. And it was the craziest, most out of body experience where, you know, in past relationships, I've been like, I really like them or I love them. But like in that moment, I felt it in his eyes eye sockets in his soul i mean they say when eyes are the windows to the soul it and it was it was it's so crazy because i feel like for most of my morning show career i've always you know asked you know we've done so many topics about when did you know that you were in love and you know what did it look like what was it what did it feel like and in that moment i was like it's totally undescribable like it is you really can't because it's a little different for everybody but it's also that right and how do you put that into words you can't I just remember looking and it was like the the moment stopped and I was just like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. Like, you love me. Like, That's when like a you spiritual say it, thing. Yeah, I truly, and even I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it now. Yeah. And I was telling a friend about it a while ago uh, uh, sometime this summer and I started crying oh. when I was talking about it because I was like, I've, I've never felt that before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, Ryan, I just saw you look at Scott and you were like, what are they talking about? Yeah. <laughs> I just sort of slink away. I don't know. Have you ever felt that? I mean, do do men mm-hmm. do? I mean, I don't want to generalize, but like, have you felt that, or do you feel like you have that emotional depth to go there? What are emotions? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. 
Um, yeah, I've had and it's that. okay if you had don't. That with um, this person, Taryn. Now, <laughs> this, this person. person. Why are you so awkward, Ryan? Well, I don't that? know why. <laughs> I've had it with this I person. I don't talk <laughs> about feelings, but I do feel them. Oh, okay, there you go. But this, uh, with Taryn, it's the first time I've felt things like that. So uh, that's why I, I know it's real with her. Right, Do you right. Can you account the first time or maybe the last time that you were like, wow, like this isn't, ju- we're not just going through the motions of a relationship. Like, I feel the love trans-flowing, bet- trans-flowing, mm. transferring between the two of us. Yeah. Uh, well, it, we weren't even, like, doing it or anything, but we were just, like, laying in bed, like, looking at each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes you don't even, and that's the beauty of But you don't even talk or anything. No, yeah, no. you just feel. And I was also high, but. Well, you know, <laughs> hey, that's fine. It's okay. That's perfectly Listen, fine. Listen, sometimes but, that, no, no, the no, edibles no, no, no. bring that, it out. Yeah. That unlocks. No, it you does. Know, how you feel, but then after you're not that anymore, you can still, like, recall how that feels. Yes. And mm-hmm. you can have that going without Sober. The need for uh, some right. unlocking. Right, right. That's fascinating. So when you say that you don't talk about... So do drugs. Em- do dr- <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, uh, the Uncensored podcast is not... Awkward. We do not uh, condone, condone. drug use. Um, so <laughs> when, you, when you say you don't feel emotion, so like I've seen you express frustration and anger before, but I've never truly seen you like giddy or happy or emotional. So oh. like, well, you didn't see him when he found a Bulbasaur on the board that one day when Pokemon Go was a, a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was real excited. Damn. Then, but you know, that's true. I was on a cruise ship. Nothing like it. Yeah, it was amazing. Now, like what goes through you? Cause like Holly and I, if I'm feeling some sort of way, like if I have a, a weight on my, on my chest and I'm feeling um, melancholy about something when I dig down and I sort through my feelings and to me I can like see it I always describe my emotions like a big ball of like moving colors mm. and it, like depending upon what is the overpowering sensation at that moment that's the color of the ball but then like normally it's just sort of like everything sort of mixed in but I can sort of dig through and figure out what it is exactly that I'm feeling do you ever do that? Like, are you ever like, all right, I'm feeling sad today, but let me try to dig down and figure out why? Mm, not often. No? So do you just go with the sad feeling and then just sort of hope it goes away? Yes. Interesting. What about you, Scott? I'm curious because for a straight male perspective. Yeah, uh, I mean, I've definitely, I've challenged because I think that's such a stereotypical, like, masculine like quality that we get put on ourselves because even when I'm feeling even to this day where I've challenged myself a lot, like very emotional or to the sense of like, let's say like tears are about to fall. My instinct is to just like suck it up, look past it. Let's find something positive and let's keep going. And so I don't, I have my moments. There's a couple people, only a couple that really get to see when I'm really angry or I'm really sad, but to the general public or in the grander scheme of things, like I am that positive face, mostly because I feel like that's just who I am. And I don't, I just don't want other people to feel like, they have to ask me what's going on, anything like that. Like, usually I can handle it myself. I don't really need to talk about it. When was the last time you were truly sad? Truly sad? Ah, oh, man. Um, truly sad. Oh, probably, like, the past couple months have been just interesting. Let's see. What month are we in? September. September. September probably a couple months ago. Like, when everything was going on with, like, my mom and stuff and my family. Like, that was, that was such an awakening moment for me, my emotion, and then what to do with it. 
and so I'm still trying to figure that out. What do you do with it when you are when you recognize, all right, I feel sadness right now. Do you delve into it and you sort of sulk, or do you say, let me uh, change my line of thinking? What do you do with that? Do you cry? Ah, I. It's so weird, but whenever I feel it, I like to. I know why it's there. I always do, and I talk about it. But my body reacts in a way that it just doesn't let me get to that next level. Often, like the last time I really cried was when my grandfather passed away, and like I just that was just too much, and then it just all came out mm. after just so many different things. Where did you cry? It at the funeral, on the way to the funeral. I just that I guess it was like a release. You need it sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes you have to cry. I mean, hard in order to feel better. Like yeah. it's actually cathartic. How yeah. old were you when that happened? I was about seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah, I was going into my senior year of high school. So mm-hmm. it was like that was probably the most hy- like hyper masculine I've ever been, just surrounded by it in that environment. But then I did cry when like my mom when my mom was in the hospital. Like I that was another moment where it's like I just sat there and I just tried to fight it and be strong. And then all of a sudden it was like yeah. it just started coming. Out. I was like mm-hmm. I literally can't do anything about it. And I didn't want her to see me like that. I didn't want really even myself to do that. But it was almost like you're filling up a glass too much. And it's like something has to release at some point. Mm-hmm. But I think since then, I think I, I think I still have a lot of stuff built up that I just haven't had an outlet to just fully let it go. Or my body doesn't even let me get to that point. Because as soon as I start feeling it, it just you're like stops. smash it. It literally mm-hmm. just hits a wall. I think and that's I'll go back. A, a masculine cultural thing mm-hmm. put on a, most straight men in America. You know, I, I feel like with you, Scott, I can see the talent, your radio personality talent there. And I, I predict that there's going to be something that happens to you oh. that not like tragic or anything, mm-hmm. but there's going to be something that opens you up emotionally. Because I I feel like with you, like I because I, I feel like I feel Holly like I we are so in freaking sync. I know. I can feel you By from way, a mile away. I wanted to apologize for the past week of my crazy moods. No, girl. I'm feeling good today. It's fine. I can tell. I I can tell. I know you can. And I that's can why I just I wanted I meant to text you actually last night and be like, "I'm sorry for being a a an energy drain in the studio over the last couple of days." No. You've never I uh, outside of when you were going through your divorce, and there was a couple of times where I was just like, oh, I, I felt I wasn't mad. I just felt bad. I was like, I wish that there was something I can do. But you've you know, like I do how to even if you're internally feeling bad, you still can put out good energy. But I know when you're even beyond that wall, right. the wall of Game of Thrones, <laughs> the Great Wall. I'm, I'm past the wall. Exactly. In the, in the north. I know how to how, how to, what's going on behind there. Mm. But I do, I feel like with Scott, like, I feel like that is when you finally break that wall of whatever it is, and I don't know what it is, I feel like that's when you're going to grow leaps and bounds as a personality. Because, and I'm trying to, like, figure out how to describe this, because I feel like with you, if if you are an onion, you are the onion that's, like, in the store, and it has that outer crust or skin, skin on mm. it right now. And, like, we're right now, as we're working with you on the show and we're including you in conversations on the air, um, on the podcast, we're sort of, like, peeling off, you know, a little bit of layer here. And then I feel like there's going to be some conversation, there's going to be something that makes a breakthrough. Um, I know for me, when that was, remember that television show, Holly, on MTV? Uh, It was, like, when they would have all the kids in high school get in a circle and then they would say some statement 
about themselves. We did it on the radio with Kramer back in the day. Okay, yeah, I um, remember. And oh, I don't remember, yes. Do you remember what it was? It oh. was some statement and then with some emotional thought. Yeah, I can't remember the name of it, but now I now that I know we did it on the air. Yeah, this I don't This was know probably like was. 2008, 2009. But I remember we, because up until that point, our show was just like, we help listeners out with problems. We talk about funny stuff in our lives, funny stories. And I remember I said something. I don't remember what it was, but it was like I felt exposed and raw. And that's when I felt like my radio personality truly came out. And I was like, this is me. Yeah. And then that's when people started saying, oh, I like listening to on our that show, Miguel. Yes. On the show. And that's when they truly but connected. It takes a, a long time because what you're talking about is vulnerability. Yes. Okay, so that takes a long time to craft. And I'm actually having discussions with my boyfriend about vulnerability right now. And I don't want to, like, throw all his business out, obviously. But he came from a marriage where he couldn't really share all of his stuff. Mm -hmm. And that's all I'll say about that. Right. So learning how to be open now with me is can be tricky because, and I told him this, when I first started doing mornings, I mean, I came from middays. You don't really share a lot of your personality in the midday, no. okay? No. You're like one-liners here and there and a couple comments. When you're in mornings <clears throat> and you're talking for all those hours or, you know, however many hours they let you talk, um, you have to be open, authentic, uh, get down to like the stuff that you would never think about talking about, even in a, a public setting, but now on the radio. Mm -hmm. And there's a line, obviously. Like we've always been told there's a line. Like you want to be personal, but not too private. Right. So you have to figure out that line. But what happened when we started uh, on the morning show is that Kramer would was really talented at going into your deep, dark spot that mm -hmm. he knew. And so he would like dig in where... You're like, please don't let him ask about this. Please don't let him ask about this. Oh, mm -hmm. he's asking about this. And he's doing it on the air. And he didn't do it the right way because we were young and we didn't know. Like right. you need all to, of us. Yes. You need to ask someone beforehand if they're, you know, willing and ready to share whatever it is. Mm -hmm. um, and then eventually get there. For me, it took a long time because I was so closed. I was just not used to being that open with people. And so it took our fighting. And I mean, obviously, this was one of the benefits that came from being in that very tumultuous mm. working relationship is that it made me, it forced me to be open on the air and share the dark details that maybe I wouldn't feel comfortable sharing even with another per one other person, let alone an entire city. Right. So it was painful and it was hard and it was emotional going mm. through all of that to get to the root of who you are because I think at the at the bottom of everybody we're just afraid of being judged for who we are oh most definitely there's no once you're open and vulnerable like that you everybody comes in when you're on the air mm -hmm. it's it's easier to be vulnerable with someone you love right. but it's still difficult because you don't know what to expect right. you're gonna get to the bottom of that onion you're gonna get to the center of who you are and maybe you're like god no one's gonna know how fucked up I am mm -hmm. no one's gonna stand with me when they realize just how weird I am. Right. But that's false. That's not true. You will find that people are the same. Yeah. People have those same fears and weirdness and whatever once you get down to the root of it, but you don't know that until you Go through put it, it out. And it's so hard. And that's one of the things that I always try to teach, you know, like you, Scott, mm -hmm. or, you know, any of the, the kids that want to get in the radio is the moment that you truly feel, like the the moment when you reveal that yeah. whatever that is that that hurt 
that pain, that vulnerableness to the air, and then you'll get that first message of someone saying, oh, my God, I thought I was the only person who thought that or felt that. And Mm -hmm. then that's when you're like, holy shit, this is what it means to truly connect and be relatable and vulnerable. And then that's when you just start to shut off the skin and it's like you're, you're, you just it, grow as a personality. You do. And it, t- it takes a while, right. by the way. Like you oh my can't gosh, just yeah. do it once and then be like, okay, I'm done. I'm good. I'm open. Right. It took years to get all the way. Like I'm super open now. I mean, oh, girl, obviously, like clearly. Well, I do think too, and this is a conversation that we're going to have obviously off the air is that I think Holly and I, we got to figure out how to talk about our relationships in a way that's vulnerable, mm. but protective of our partners. Yes. Because yes. we moved into a new phase of life that mm-hmm. we're learning now. How do you talk about these moments that are connective? I find that I don't talk about a lot of stuff because I, that's not my story to tell. And right. I also don't want to make him look bad. Not that, you know, my boyfriend's doing anything bad. Right. But it's just. But you don't know what he. And see, this is what I worry about, too. Like, so I shared that, you know, I, Justin and I are talking about, you know, openness and vulnerability in at this moment. But I wouldn't want him to think that, like, I'm not taking care with his his story. You know right, what I mean? Like, right. I only want to share what's pertinent to this conversation, and that's reflective of me. Right. I like Miguel. We've always said it's good. We make it about us, mm-hmm. and we leave the other person alone. But these people are big players in our lives, and we have to figure out a way to talk about them with keep while keeping them protected. Yeah, it's it's sort of like a, the next stage of growth for us as radio personalities in growing. Uh, the show yeah, and I don't, being vulnerable. I don't know. We might have to find the, uh, go back to our coach about that. We got to get old Angela Pirelli or back in it. Talk about it without necessarily making them seem like a bad guy. Exactly. Because they're not a bad guy. It's just an issue that you're overcoming. But people only tend to talk when there's a, a bad issue mm. so they could get it off their chest. And then other people don't see the good side all the time. So they have like a negative view of that person. Oh, you mean like if we were From to share what somebody else, like their partner says, yeah, like when you have to get something off your chest, like you're going through an issue. Oh, right. You tend to talk about it with your friends here and there, but you want to with you don't necessarily talk about. Oh, we had this great moment just laying next to each other in bed. You don't like talk about that. No. Stuff. So it's like the positive, the, uh, the negatives are talked about more. So that puts us um, uh, something in somebody else's brain that you don't necessarily. Yeah, and or, they don't yeah. see that all relationships mm-hmm. have like ups and downs. Yeah. Right. So we, I would never talk about it if like if we had had some sort of fight or something. Right. I would never talk about that on the air because of yeah. what you're saying. Like, because you don't want them to look bad because you know if they're not bad. No. Right. Because you listening know us and our personalities. You don't know everything about Justin or Taryn or Abe yeah. or uh, Scott's girlfriend Mary. You know, and so you want to protect them. Yeah. So, well, we got to continue this because we got to do some stuff on the radio, actually. Oh, it's now. time. Yeah, it's time. Uh, Holly, what's all your social media? Radio Holly. Scott? At Scott Tavlin. 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 Ryan? It's at Radio McGib, M-C-G-I-B. Um, I actually just updated my Twitter picture from when I had <laughs> oh. long hair like three years ago. Oh, okay. Yes. I'm going to try to get on that tweet box. That okay. tweet, go on that tweet <laughs> box. That tweet thing. Now Remember when our old host, uh, Kramer, when Twitter first came out and he called it a twat pack on yes. the air? Yes. And there was no uh, dump button. No, there was no dump button. It was really awkward. Oops. Uh, all of my stuff is Miguel Fuller, M-I-G-U-E-L-F-U-L-L-E-R. Follow me and say hi.
All right. You can always catch Miguel and Holly uncensored at hot1015tampabay.com on the Hot 1015 app. If you get us on iTunes, make sure to rate and subscribe. Until next time, bye. Want more Miguel and Holly? Listen to past episodes of Miguel and Holly uncensored at hot1015tampabay.com, the Hot 1015 app, or on iTunes.